the thief comes not except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have an enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Oseyao Afwakwa. Pastor Afwakwa is the founder and general overseer of Embassy of Life Chapel, a thriving ministry headquartered in Kumasi with a network of churches in Kumasi and Accra, Ghana. God has commissioned him to train believers through the teaching of the good news of the kingdom to know God better, live life better, and impact the world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen. Hello and welcome to Excel today. I trust that you've had a fruitful week. It's always a pleasure and a great joy to be with you and to share fellowship with you in God's word. Let's pray together. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for today. Thank you for your blessings upon our lives all through this week. We ask the Lord in this moment that we share together, your word will come with simplicity and with understanding. Touch our lives, transform us, equip us, and empower us to become the kind of people you made us to be we give you praise we give you glory for everyone watching this broadcast now or may do so thereafter thank you lord that their lives are never the same in jesus precious name amen and amen god richly bless you our text is ephesians chapter 5 verse 15 to 17 be very careful then how you live not as unwise but as wise making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil it's almost it, every time I read it, it comes across like a warning because that's what it is. Be careful how you live. It's a word of caution. It's a word of advice. It's a, also a word of warning. Be careful how you live because if you live carelessly, the effect will show. If you live wisely, the effect will show. Then he tells us that all of us have one of two ways only that we can live. We are either living intentionally or we are living uh, accidentally. We are living foolishly or we are living wisely. And so the Bible says we should live as wise. God always wants the best for our lives. He will tell you, I've said before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Then he will tell you, choose life that thou and thy seed may live. Why? Because God's will is always good for our lives. God always wants the best for our lives. The Bible says, I know the plans I have for you. They are plans of good and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. So no matter how helpless or hopeless your situation is, God has a plan for you and it's a plan to guarantee you a hope-filled future. And I see you realizing that future in Jesus' precious name. So we're exploring how wise people live. And first of all, we said that wise people live by acknowledging and submitting to the Lordship of Christ Jesus. They acknowledge God's existence and then they submit to the Lordship of Jesus. They embrace Christ as their Lord and Savior. That's the first thing we talked about. And the second thing we started looking at last week, our text is Luke chapter 12, verse 13 to 21. Then someone called from the crowd, Teacher, please tell my brother to divide our father's estate with me. Jesus replied, Friend, who made me a judge over you to decide such things, such things as that? Then he said, Beware, guard against every form of greed. 
Life is not measured by how much you owe. Then he told them a story. A rich man had a fertile land that produced fine crops. He said to himself, what should I do? I don't have room for all my crops. Then he said, I know. I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones. Then I will have room enough to store all my wheat and other goods. I will sit back and say to myself, my friend, you have enough stored away for years to come. Now take it easy. Eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, You fool, you will die this very night. Then who will get everything you work for? Yes, a person is a fool to store up earthly wealth, but not have a rich relationship with God. A person is a fool to store up earthly wealth, but not have a rich relationship with God. Jesus said that, what gives worth to your life is how rich your relationship is with God. When you are, have a rich relationship with God, you are rich. You are worth so much when you have a rich relationship with God. But if you don't have a rich relationship with God, you have all men most miserable. And I know that you don't want to be of all men most miserable. That's why you are watching this broadcast. And so last week, we touched on the second most important thing wise people pursue in their lives. Wise people live, number one, by acknowledging God's existence and lordship over their lives. And then number two, wise people live by consciously developing a rich relationship with God. You and I need it. We need to have a rich relationship with God because it affects every other area of our lives. If you are going to live a life of significance, a life of meaning, a life of impact, a life of fruitfulness, it all begins with a relationship with God. Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. You can have anything meaningful. You can have any life of meaningful impact without a rich relationship with God. Last week, we explored what it means to have a rich relationship with God. And we also uh, took note of some key things about a rich relationship with God. We said, among other things, that is the most important relationship anyone can have. It's the most profitable relationship anyone can have. We said that a rich relationship with God never happens accidentally. And we said that a rich relationship with God has its root in the new birth. Until you are born again, you can develop a rich relationship with God. The foundation for a rich relationship with God is the new birth. You have to, the Bible said, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. If you can see it, you can't have a relationship with God on that basis. So we need to start by acknowledging Christ. When you get born again, the next important thing you ought to pursue is a rich relationship with God. Today, I want to run it up by walking you through five ingredients essential for developing a rich relationship with God. Any genuine believer, anyone that is born again, truly yearns within their spirit. There's a strong desire and hunger for intimacy, for a close walk with God. If you don't have that desire, it marks that something vital is missing in your spiritual life. The Bible says we should not be slothful, but we must be fervent in the spirit, serving the Lord. The book of Matthew says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst, for they shall be filled. So when you are genuinely born again, there's always a hunger to be close to God. There's always a hunger to be intimate with God. And that's basically what we... But a lot of people, though they have this hunger, are not able to translate it into a practical, rich relationship with God. Why is the case? 
that's why we are walking through some of these things that i'm going to be sharing with you so if you are going to develop a rich relationship with god number one there are five ingredients essential for developing such a relationship one is desire you need desire in the book of uh, proverbs 18 1 it says through desire a man having separated himself seeketh and intermittent with all wisdom it begins with desire when you have a strong desire to know god then the foundation for the rich relationship with god is already laid in first peter chapter 2 verse 2 he said as newborn babes desire the sincere mark of a word that you may grow thereby you need a strong desire to have a rich relationship with god you must desire god like never before some cc 3 verse 8 he said my soul followed hard after thee my soul followed hard after, after thee or talking about a strong desire a hunger that could not be quenched he says my whole being the amplified classic version says my whole being follows hard after you and clings closely to you that's intimacy that's a close walk with god he said, your right hand opposed me. If you read Psalm 42, this is David. This is the man the Bible describes as a man after God's own heart. How did he become such a man after God's own heart? There was always a strong desire in his heart to know God. There was always a hunger in his heart to know God. In the book of Psalm 63 verse 1, he says, O God, thou art my God, early I will seek thee. My soul thirsted for thee, my flesh longed for thee in a dry and a thirsty land where there is no water to see thy power and thy glory even as i have seen thee in thy sanctuary that was david there was a cry there was a panting there was a desire in his heart to be close to be close and to have an intimate walk with god and so if there was anything that was driving david into seeking god into praying into fasting into studying god's word it was because of this uh, unquenchable desire in his heart to be very close to God. Do you desire to know God? Do you really have an uh, panting? The same way others have desired to be known, become popular, be famous, and all of that. Your desire must be to know God and to know him intimately. No one can enjoy intimacy with God without passionately desiring it. The Bible says, draw nigh unto me and I will draw nigh unto you. Psalm 42 verse 1 to 3, it said, As the heart pants and long for the water brook, so I pant and long for you, O God. My inner self thirst for God, for the living God. When shall I come and behold the face of God? This is David. He always longed to be intimate. He always longed to be close. Why? There was a desire in his heart. There was an unquenchable desire in the man's heart. I pray that while you're watching this broadcast or listening to this broadcast, a strong desire will be birthed in your heart to know God. A strong desire to be close in your walk with God will be born in your heart. So that's where it starts from. It begins with desire. Desire is a foundation for a relationship with God. Now, for this desire to become a reality, it must be translated to a decision. You see, you can have a desire to do a thing. Many of us have great desires, desire to do this, desire to do that. But until we take a firm decision, those desires will never become realities in our lives. So we need to make a desire. When we take a decision, a decision concretizes your desire. 
it makes it solidifies it it adds substance to your desire it takes it beyond a wish to uh, action and that's where really things begin to take place so we need to take a strong desire take our desire beyond our desire to know god we must take it beyond a point of desire to a point of decision where we come to a firm decision that i am going to be close i am going to be do all the things i need to do in order to enjoy intimacy with god this was what daniel did daniel chapter 1 verse 8 the bible says in the good god's word translation daniel made up his mind he made up his mind that's the decision he made up his mind i like the song that says i've got my mind made up and i will turn back because i want to see my jesus someday you need to make up your mind make up your mind until the mind is made up there is no way you are able to pursue the things you need to pursue and attain them the greatest vision you must have in your life is a vision to be close to god it's a vision to have intimate relationship with god it's a vision to come to a place in your walk with god where like abraham or like paul you have access to the deep things of god and i pray that a strong desire and a firm decision shall be made today you have been doing it anyhow you 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 really have a desire but you've never taken a decision may you make a decision today that no more am i going to play with my in my relationship with god from henceforth i'm going to be intentional you know jesus i like the story jesus told because at the end of the story he said that in a man is a fool who does not develop a rich relationship with god now he was talking about a man who are taking decisions taking conscious steps to come to a place where he was poor before but now he's rich and jesus said the same way you are very intentional about taking steps taking decisions that brought you to a place where you have amassed so much natural wealth or material wealth even so you must be intentional about developing a rich relationship with god that's basically what i'm talking about when i say decision you have to make a decision so one is desire desire to know god one thing i've desired of the lord is great but you see when it is just left at the realm of desire you will never see it manifesting in your life so you have to desire it and some 27 verse 4 he said one thing i desire one thing i will seek that is decision when you begin to pursue it you have made a decision for it so that's it number one is desire number two is decision number three is discipline look at this with me first corinthians chapter 9 verse 24 to 27 he said don't you realize that in a race everyone runs but only one person gets a prize so run to win or at least discipline are disciplined in their training they do it to win a prize that will not fade away but we do it for an eternal prize this is good he says that there are others who discipline themselves to embark on a lot of projects and those projects they embark on gives them a certain limited price it gives them a price that is temporary it gives them a price that is not eternal but when we decide to embark on spiritual disciplines as soldiers or as athletes running the eternal race we've been called into he says that we will obtain a prize that is incorruptible can you imagine that 
there's a price you obtain when you desire or you discipline yourself to develop an intimate walk with God. When you develop an intimate walk with God, when you develop a rich relationship with God, when you discipline, you go through all the rigorous disciplines that helps you to develop a rich relationship with God. The Bible says that there is an incorruptible price. And that price is not only in eternity. That price starts here. In the here and the now, you enjoy some dividends. And then in all of eternity, no wonder First Timothy chapter 4 verse 8 says, For bodily exercise profit little, but godliness is profitable unto all things, that having the promise of the life that now is, and of that which is to come. So when we discipline ourselves, and of course discipline is required, you, you see, there are disciplines you have to engage in. There are exercises you need to practice. You have to, just like you go to the gym week in, week out, or some people even do it every day, just to keep fit, to stay fit spiritually, to be intimate with God, to have a rich relationship with God. Likewise, demands that you engage in some spiritual exercises. And these spiritual exercises are very critical, like daily a habit of reading the word, spending time praying in the spirit, spending time in worship, spending time regularly with God's people in fellowship. These are spiritual disciplines. If you must enjoy intimate relationship with God, these are spiritual disciplines you need to open yourself up for and you need to consciously embrace if you are going to develop a rich relationship with God. So desire is great. Decisions are powerful, but you need discipline. Without discipline, you can't carry through your decisions. Many people have decided to do great things, but they are not able to stick with it. Discipline is an ability. Discipline helps you to stick, stay and stick with your goals. Discipline helps you to stay on track. Discipline helps you to be focused. That is what it, it takes for you to develop a rich relationship with God. The same way, if you want to develop, maybe get more money in the natural, you have to be disciplined in your savings, disciplined in your, in your investments. The same way you consciously have to put money aside almost every month or every other week or something, you need to do the same spiritually. You have to intentional. You see, there is a high degree of intentionality when it comes to developing a rich relationship with God. Number four is determination. Yes, determination is required. If you are going to walk uh, in, in intimacy with God, we need to be determined. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, Wherefore, seeing that we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight and the same weight that so it easily beset us. Let us run with patience, with discipline, with endurance. The race set before us, let us run with determination. You need to run. You see, all of these things we are talking about, the disciplines that you need to engage, the exercises you need to engage, you will not always feel like doing them, but you need to be determined to do them regardless. It takes a firm determination to be able to carry through the disciplines that will help you to become a spiritual person. The Bible says in Philippians chapter 3, verse 12 to 14, not as although I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after, if I may apprehend for that which I am also apprehended. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth 
I press. That's the word discipline. You have to keep pressing. Pressing and pressing and pressing and pressing and pressing until you attain that which you are pursuing. You have to keep on pressing. Paul said in 2 Timothy 4, verse 5 to 7, But watch thou in all things, endure affliction. Be determined that whatever it takes that you need to do, whatever thing you need to engage in, in order to keep your relationship on track with Christ, you are going to do it. Already God is already holding you up. So, you only need to cooperate with him by doing the things scripture tells us to do. He says, be doers of the word. Some people think that to have a relationship with God, you don't need to do anything. Yes, there are many things you have to do. That's a lie. There are many things you have to do in order to get into a relationship with God. The most important thing, Christ did it on the cross. He made a way so we can access God. But accessing God is one thing. But staying in tune and in touch with God, in close intimacy with God, is another thing altogether. That's what makes all the difference. So, we need to be disciplined. We need to be determined. And then, of course, number five, which happens to be my final point for today, is we need to be dependent on the Holy Spirit. So, desire is great. Decision is powerful. Determination, awesome. Discipline, powerful. But, the ultimate thing is dependence on the Holy Spirit. You can be very, very determined, but you still not attain your goals. Without the help of the Holy Ghost, you can't do much. The Bible says in John 15, 5, Without me, you can do nothing. First Samuel 2, 9, he said, For by strength shall no man prevail. Zechariah 4, 6, It's not by mind nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. You cannot become rooted and grounded in Christ without the help of the Holy Spirit. Yes, you heard me. You can't come to a place where you are grounded, rooted, and established in Christ without depending constantly on the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is called the helper, and he helps us in our decision. He helps us with our desires. He helps us with the things we decide to do. He helps us with our determination. He helps us. The Holy Spirit is our ultimate helper and he helps us in all areas of our lives. I like what the Bible says in Ephesians 3 verse 14 to 17. Paul was praying for the church of Ephesus. The moment they got born again and the news got to him, he says, when I think of all of these, I fall to my knees and pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his Holy Spirit. How are you going to get the strength to carry out your decisions? Yes, you desire. Yes, you made a decision. Yes, you are determined. Yes, you are disciplined. But how are you going to get the strength? Where are you going to draw the strength in order to carry through your decisions and to be able to do the things you need to do? That's where the Holy Spirit comes in. So if you are going to develop a rich relationship with God, we need to learn to depend on the Holy Spirit like never before. He was given to us as our helper. And he helps us to know God. He helps us. The whole revelation about Christ comes to us through the Holy Spirit. Verse 17, he says, Then Christ will make his home in your heart as you trust him. Your roots, look at this. When you are strengthened by the Holy Spirit in your inner man, he says your roots will grow down into God's love 
and keep you strong. Yes, that's how you stay in active fellowship with God. When your roots are grounded and rooted in Christ, when you become grounded and your roots go deeper in Christ, nothing can take you away from God's presence. It's my prayer that you will not just be a hearer, but you'll be a doer. You will desire from today, and beyond the desire, you will make a quality decision, and you'll back it by becoming determined that whichever way you are going to go through it, you'll take discipline. You'll be disciplined in your prayer life, disciplined in your word study, disciplined in fellowship with saints regularly, disciplined in reaching out with the gospel to other people, disciplined in all your spiritual engagement. And then you will be determined that come what may, even when you fall, you will arise. The Bible said the just man falleth seven times, seven times he rise up again. And so you don't have to give up when you fall. It's a race. And until the race is over, you are not a loser. You have to get up from your feet and keep on walking. Be determined that you are finishing the race that has been set before you. And then, of course, with that determination, a strong dependence on the Holy Spirit, you are on your way to the finish line. I see you come into a rich relationship with God. I see you come to a place where you are you are, you are enjoying your relationship with God. You are growing deeper and deeper in your love for God and in your love for the saints and your devotion and dedication to the things of God. May the Lord bless you for being part of our broadcast today. And I look forward to having you join me same time next week as we continue this episode of Living as Wise. God richly bless you. I look forward to having you join me same time next week. Like I said, God richly bless you. Till I see you next week, remain blessed and maximize the grace of God. You are blessed. If you want to accept Jesus and make him your Lord and Savior, you want to say this prayer after me. Mean every word and then believe it in your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, I confess that you are my Lord and my Savior. I believe with my heart that you died and rose again for me. By my belief, I am justified. And by my confession, I am saved. Thank you for saving me in Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. If you pray that prayer in faith, you are a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. God bless you. We look forward to having you join us again and again. You are blessed. Pastor Afuakwa has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. Share your testimonies with us on 020-422-5790 or email us at embassyoflifechapel at gmail.com. Get interactive with Pastor Afuakwa on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For more information, visit our website at www.embassyoflife.org. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our service at our headquarter church from 8.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. for our good news service. And on Wednesdays for our discovery service from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Our church auditorium is located on the top floor of Nanama Ejakuma Plaza opposite the Unity Oil Station, Santata Runabout, Kumasi, Ghana. Alternatively, you can join us online for our services on Embassy of Life Chapel, Facebook or YouTube pages. God richly bless you. Oh, no, no, no.